What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, we'll give you Galaxy Brain takes on toilets and eyeglasses. In light of the GameStop stock saga, it is time for one of Coin's shallow dives. Also, it is Super Bowl week, which can only mean one thing. Coin and I will give you all of our best Super Bowl prop bets. Lastly, we'll finish it out with another round of Stumptown. Let's do it. Mm, all righty. Well, that's nice. Welcome, listeners, back to your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. Mm. This is one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503 himself. The future skate god's brother, oh. <laughs> Elvis Coin. Uh-huh. What up, Coin? A drum knoll, please. Uh huh. <laughs> a what up, knoll? That's that's my favorite one in a while. I like that. Mm, one a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you doing, Coin? I'm doing fantastic, man. I've uh, I've had the last two weeks just not working at all, and I gotta say, it's been awesome. Did you start this week? You started this week, right? I'm starting. I'm supposed to start tomorrow. We'll get to my one of my bad beats in Got the momentarily. Got it. Yes, okay. It okay. is this week. I will be starting. Yes. Good. Well, uh, I am jealous of you because I worked like a lot of days in a row, and it sucked. That's kind of my bad beat. So we'll, okay. we're gonna just get right into it. How about perfect? Okay, let's send it over to our good buddy, TJ Hushmanzada. Tijerino. Tijeruski, what do you got for us? Beers. Bad beats. Battlestar Galaxy Brain. That is right. It is time for Beers. Bad beats. Battlestar Galaxy Brain. Mr. Coin, what are you drinking this evening? No, I have for you. I think this... So, so the Fred Meyer I shop at, I believe that they do a nice little rotating section huh. in our beer aisle. It's most of them are usually the same. A lot of Portland beers, but it seems there's this one five to six foot section that they kind of keep bringing in fresh brewskis. Must just be for me. I didn't even write anything to them. They know. Must be listeners. Any Hoosiers, I have for you the Easy Jack IPA from Firestone Walker Brewing Company. Wow. On it, yeah, it's this very nice, it's like a sun, sun rays coming out, and partially gray. And on either sides of this shield that is presumably the sun, there is a dragon getting ready to fight a bear. Wow. The bear has a six pack. I don't know if that you can see that. That bear is incredible. He's got fisticuffs going. Fisticuffs? That's not and a I dragon, is it? Oh, sorry. It's a lion. It's a it's lion. It's a lion. I was like, what? I was looking at it in reverse. Everybody knows that dragons look like lions in reverse. Right. Backwards lion. Um, yes. It's like, it's, it's, it's similar to the Chronicles of Narnia lion, you know, and it's not shaded and it's hard to tell. But uh, yeah, it's fun. It looks like they're about to duke it out. You know, they're, they're saying, uh, easy, Jack. Let's not get in this fight right now. I assume that's what's going on here. Oh, easy, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did yeah, what yeah. did Gus always say? Easy, easy, what? something. There, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I feel like I do. And it was really annoying. Yeah, he would like yeah. say that when you were like getting worked up, and it really piss you off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, easy, Anyways. Jack. Um, yeah, and it's it's just a nice orange, yellow, and gray can. Not often do you see gray on the cans. 
I gotta say, I love it, man. I mean, I think my affinity for gray... I'm wearing a plain gray hat right now. That's which, wild. Which, I hadn't even noticed that Which yet. was given to us, but it has Clark construction on the side. Oh, it was, it's free. It is Nike, but uh, do we, we no longer stand Nike. So. They're um, fine. They're fine. They're fine. Um, I am a noted lover of the color gray. True. I just, I True. mean, every time I go shop for shoes, I end up buying gray ones because I like mm-hmm. gray. Um, the can kind of, it looks blue. I feel like the color of the can is always warped in the, in the Zoom call. But I really, really like that can. Phenomenal can, especially the bear. The six-pack bear is impressive. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yep, there you go. Throw it. Could you take your shirt off? That would that help. That might I help, think. actually. Right. Oh, and is it, that's not helping at all, either, is it? No, just actually <laughs> kind of is. Yeah. Okay. How's the taste? It's a good taste? The easy it's Jack a idea? wonderful taste. It's a little bit more citrusy than I thought, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, I, yeah. Firestone Walker Brewing Company out of um, Paso oh, Robles, California. Firestone Walker. Do they make the Stone IPA or something? I've heard Maybe of this. there was another one there from them. I can't remember what it was called. Did it have like horns? Something with horns? Maybe, maybe? like a red can. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that I've might had... be it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We're on the yeah. same page. All right. I am drinking. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but my first pack of my uh, beer subscription came last week. Uh, that my fiance got for me. So right. I thought it, it's it's twelve beers, but. It turns out it's just four different beers, and you get three of each. Right. So uh, this one is called, it's from Old Busthead Brewing Company mm-hmm. uh, out of Vint Hill, Virginia, and it is called Vixen Irish Style Red Ale. Oh. Not a type of beer that I would pick out, typically. Right. Um, but it's got a, the Vixen is, is like a gray fox. Mm-hmm. With some red, uh, maybe flowers behind looks it. Looks like a yeah, Vulpix. It, like, it does look like a Vulpix. We're going two straight pods with Pokemon yeah, references. Pokemon I'm rest. interested in that. Um, it's uh, it's fine. It's okay. I like the colors. I don't know that like the and I like having animal. We both went animals, yep. animal style. Yep, yep. Um, it doesn't like super drive me crazy, but it's okay. It it uh, it has the look more of a, a wine bottle, perhaps just kind of the the, vibes, right. the, the that's a good the labels yes, thrown good off. It, def- it also has given me some kind of uh, Japanese anime kind of vibes with the flower petals and the fox going sure. on. Sure, and I think the tint of the bottle oh, is slightly it's a red. Darker. I think yeah. they made the the actual bottle slightly hmm. redder. Okay, the beer itself, hmm. it's much. Different than uh, I don't know if you've had many red ales. Had a few. Not that. It's kind many. of like a kind of tastes like a brown, like a darker, not a like a stout or a porter, but like a right. brown ale. It's kind like of a, a like a moostrule kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. So it's just a different all around vibe, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the fact that I'm being forced to branch out a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that that's a good point. Is that it's not that I would need to be forced into it, but now you're in a situation where you're like, I'm not going out of my way to get these. And now that you're handed them, you know what? You're, you might as well just take a stab at it. Right. You, you tell me what to drink. I, right. Then I, then I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you'll just fall in love with some random beer you never even knew. I might. Who knows? My dad's a big dark beer guy. Maybe one day I'll be a dark beer guy. Who knows? Billy's hardcore like that, though. Bill Noel shouts. Uh, Coin, tell me about the beers of your week. I uh, didn't do too much drinking this last week. Uh, 
The one I did have wasn't a beer, but I did make Bloody Marys on Sunday morning. Uh, my girlfriend, Nikki, finished up her Whole30. So that's no grains, no sugars, no alcohol for uh, an entire 30 days. Sounds mm. brutal. Oh, and no dairy. Mm. Um, Yikes. Miss me with that, but props so to her for doing it. It sounds really hard. Basically, right? Yeah. You, well, you can eat meat, too. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Sounds hard. I really like bread. And I, I I like cheese and milk and uh, cream cheese, which is mm. part of cheese. Mm. And uh, yeah, and drinking would be very difficult to give up. But she finished up, and I'm proud of her. So on Sunday, I made a very large bre- breakfast for her. It was uh, some nice stuffed up uh, burrito- breakfast burritos with spinach, onion, uh, hash browns in there, some bacon, cheese, uh, peppers, and then also... I made some croissant French toast for her with some fresh berries, wow. and then I made a home. I made Bloody Marys for her. Gosh, you are just the sweetest guy. I've heard any girl would be lucky to have you. True. Shout out Nikki. Shouts. Congrats on your whole thirty. <laughs> um, any other beers? Nope, that's it, man. Okay, I only really had one as well. I unfortunately uh, had to be on the job site all weekend, so. Thankfully, when I, we got done on Sunday, we went to... They uh, just, on Sunday, reopened indoor dining in Chicago. Yes, we're still Great not news. No. Great news. Um, but the place right near us has bocce ball, and we've never done it. Indoor bocce ball. So we went over, played bocce ball. Katie had a two-for-one coupon. It was also happy hour on Sunday, which is kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. So we went and played bocce and had a draft beer each, and it was like less than $20. And I was like, wow. I can't remember the last time I went to an establishment in Chicago and paid less than $20. Um, I did not win, and that was unfortunate. I do got to say, the the video I saw of you guys playing, you, you tossed an incredible ball. I did? Oh, really okay. Really good. Yeah, really good. I feel um, like I just I've lacked also... consistency. I was really trying to find my groove. I have no idea what my bocce form is, and... I was testing out different strategies. I was testing more loft. I was testing straight up, like, rolling the ball, having the ball on the ground when you release it, and just, like, shuffling it, essentially. Trying all kinds of different stuff. So maybe once I find my groove, I'll be better. I got to say, I don't think I've ever played. It's a game I know I would be great at. I just don't know. I've never played. I know that give me, like, a few more times, and I will be great at it. I totally agree. Uh, I agree. I haven't really played it much in my lifetime. Katie said they used to play just in their yard growing up all the time, hmm. which is, I think, a popular thing, which I think would be more fun with more obstacles and things just outside than just a, f- it's just a big box. It's like a big uh, right. horseshoe pit, but with mm-hmm. like felt. Um, so I think that would be more fun. I think it would also be better with, because you can play with multiple people. I think at the bar, it's just two different colors and it's one-on-one. But if okay. you play like outside, you could have like four of you and you're all thrown at the same ball. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, See, I'm interested in that. It is. It is, um, it is interesting. I got to say, I'm incredibly jealous. I've been really itching to play some any kind of games, get anything going. I really want to bowl. We talked about this recently, I think. I mm-hmm. want to bowl really bad. I want to go to Top Golf, mm-hmm. uh, play darts, play pool at a bar. It all yeah. it all just sounds so good. I want to do it so badly. In due time. In due yeah. time. All right. Uh, how about Bad Beats? Uh, bad Beats. Uh, one of them is that so for I'm working with an agency, and so it's on contract through my when new job is. Um, and I had to do another background check, even though I was with the same agency. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, 
all I've done in the last two years is hold one job and live at a place for more than a year and a half, and then I'm at another place for another five, six months now. Uh, and it's been delayed somehow. They're like, oh, it might be because of COVID. Like, we're all online anyways. What do you mean? Were you not planning for this? And so, and then my I was supposed to start possibly Monday. got delayed to tomorrow. And then today I was texting my agent. And she's like, oh, we're actually going to escalate it. And I was like, why was it not already escalated? What, what are you talking about? I'm supposed to start tomorrow. What do you mean you haven't escalated it yet? <laughs> why isn't that the general setting of this process? Like, just have it done quickly. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how many people that they have out there. It can't be that many. It can't be that many. No, um, I can't imagine. So that's that's one of my bad beats. And also... Nikki again. She's moving into a new apartment. It's dope in a really popping part of town. Going to be really fun. But this morning I had to go pick up. Uh, I was supposed to go pick up a couch for her. So I had to go borrow a friend Graham's pickup. So I woke up at like eight, drove over to his place. We go to meet him. Graham is a clown, leaves his dash lights on. His pickup's dead. Uh, doesn't have jumper cables. I don't have jumper cables. None in his house, whatever. So I'm like, okay, well, is he's like my wife has some just come back at four and we'll do it then so i have to go back home then he texts me like two and he's like actually she doesn't have any so here's the plan you got to come pick me up we're gonna go to the hardware store i'm gonna buy some jumper cables drive back to my house jump the car or jump his pickup then then i'll take it go meet nikki at this random dude's house to go pick up a couch load up the couch with her graham didn't offer to come help um, made Nikki carry the couch. It was pretty good. Uh, then we drive over to her apartment, load the couch up there. Then I drive back to Graham's house, pick up my car, come back here and do 45 minutes of quick research before the pod starts. Wow. The antithesis of shouts for Graham. <laughs> sounds like he <laughs> but moved But still to shouts same... for letting me borrow his pickup. It sounds like he uh, moved the same amount of furniture today as he did when we moved into our house about five years ago. Sounds like it. Which I will say zero. he has helped Nikki once, and he's going to do it again this weekend. So I no, I refuse to, to hear that part of the story. Okay. okay. All right. Those are those uh, my bad beats. What do you got? My bad beats. Uh, I I thought I had one. I remembered a second. So first one on we had a giant snowstorm in Chicago, and I had to work all day Saturday, all day Sunday. So mm-hmm. as I'm leaving work at like 3 p.m. on Saturday is when it starts snowing. And it snowed for probably like 30 straight hours, I would say. And so I came in the next day and there's snow everywhere. I parked uh, my fiance's car like outside the job site. So I'm all good. So as I'm leaving after working all day Saturday, all day Sunday, I decide I'm going to drive around to our main office and drop off my stuff for when I come into work on Tuesday. And I think, oh, well, nobody, our main boss who has a parking spot in the alleyway isn't there. So I could just pull into his parking spot like I did the previous day. No problem. So I don't have to worry about parking on the street. Well, I turn into the alleyway, and as about a quarter way down the alleyway, I realize that nobody has plowed this alleyway whatsoever. I'm like, all right, well, I'm already this far. I th- there's some tracks, like sort of. So I'm like, I think if I just keep going through, I can roll through, and I'll be fine. I think that's my only shot, because if I stop, I feel like I'm going to get stuck. And I'll just, I'll just bail. Well, I get about halfway and hit a big chunk of snow and just stuck. And I am so pissed off. And so I, 
I have to whip out the like little ice scraper that's like six inches long, and like I'm digging out underneath the tires uh, on all four sides, and like there's just two feet of snow everywhere, um, and I'm completely miserable and just cussing up a storm. Thankfully, nobody saw me. Uh, I wasn't stuck for that long. Thankfully, I was able to wiggle myself out. I, I dug the tires out enough to where I could rock back and forth enough to where then I could go backwards, and I just mm. backed all the way out of the alleyway, um, and I survived. But it was miserable, and there's like, is there, there's not many worse feelings than being stuck in snow, especially if you're by yourself with no tools. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. And the, the, the only reaction is just be pissed off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's viable. I mean, you're, it's you against the weather. What are you going to do? It's all powerful. You're like, yeah. fuck me, I guess. I yeah. don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the second bad beat is back when uh, we first moved into this apartment, we noticed about a month in. So let's say this is May of 2020. Notice that there's some like floorboards that have like a gap underneath them, so when you step on them, they sink in. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal, but I told my landlord, because I'm like, look, if we keep stepping on this, eventually it's going to kind of pop the, the boards and it's going to kind of damage it, and I don't really care that much, but I don't want you like blaming me for the flooring, because the flooring guy did a shitty job. So the landlord put me on a text thread with the flooring contractor who put this floor in. And was like, hey, can you meet this guy? Uh, and he can look at the problem and figure out what it is. So the first time, the guy just didn't show up. I like stayed home from work. Supposed to meet me at 11. No show. Didn't call. Didn't text. The next day, he's, he texts me. Oh, I forgot, man. I'm sorry. Busy. I'm really busy. <laughs> so since then, this has been eight months. We have schedu- I've scheduled him to come meet my, at my house to look at this flooring six times. He has not shown up one time. Can you like? Can you even fathom that? And and I think four of the six was just no text, no call, just didn't show, didn't come. And then like what the hell? The next day he's like, oh man, I'm sorry. And uh, so finally we had it scheduled again for yesterday, and the guy is scheduled for 10 a.m. The guy texts me at like 9.30. Hey, I'm going to need to push it to 12.30. Okay, fine. Then at 12.45, he texts me separately from my landlord and said, Hey, I got in a really bad car accident. I'm going to have to reschedule again. And I'm like, no fucking way. Like, He's lying. You do not deserve, like, so I didn't really, I didn't air my frustration to him. I just said, are you okay? And he said, yeah, thanks, blah, blah, blah. So... I sent this big long email to my landlord today and copied Katie on it. She was mortified, but it was like a bulleted list with all the texts and like the dates and times of all the texts and voicemails and things I've had from this guy to like show how absurd this is. Like, oh, he called me and said he would be here this time, didn't show up. And I said six times, I said, you know what? If you're going to have this guy come over, he can. Give me a call at 6 p.m. or later on a Wednesday or Thursday, and if I'm home, he can stop by. Otherwise, I am not going to make time for this guy to come over. So, there you go. That's my bad beat. How does this guy have a job? Is this like an, I assume this is his company or something, and he's he doing is, something for a yeah, buddy? Yeah, I thought he was a flooring guy, but I think he like did this whole remodel, and it makes a lot of sense because the finishes in this place are absolute trash. Like the paint job's bad. Every detail in this in this apartment is shitty. 
Just so cheap, cheap done. It's just cheap. He just sloshed it on. Like, if my dad comes to visit, he'll be mortified because, like, just he's the opposite. But, like, the I think I've said this on the pod, but they left the the um, outlet covers on when they painted, and they just painted over them. I love that. I actually like that. To the point where there was, like, paint filled in in the outlet holes, and you had to, like, dig it out in order to get your uh See, I <laughs> respect that. In. That's just speed. I'm sure he's efficient. Yeah. So that's that was a, long-winded. But that's there you incredible. Go. No, no, that's yeah. incredible. I, uh, I definitely, I feel like I've had that uh, in the past, but never, never quite to that point. Look at us with our customer service woes the last few weeks. Me with Tell Taco me Bell and you with uh, flooring. I know. Seriously. Same thing. This this podcast has just become us bitching about other people. That's and great. And people just like probably to hear continue bitching. in the next second of that. All right, it's time for Battlestar Galaxy Brain. Ooh, uh, who should go first? I'll let you go last. Okay, I... fair enough. Uh, this is I'm going to say post poop traditions. Oh, I'm into yeah. it already. So normal brain is just uh, keeping a bottle of Febreze in the bathroom to freshen up a tad after you take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Uh, the big brain is lighting a match in the room to burn up the fumes, the fumes of the deuce you just dropped. Plus, the smell of uh, recently burnt out matches and candles is wonderful. It is, and you accidentally said fubes, which is a very funny word. Uh, did I? I think I said fumes, but uh, yeah, I, I was like combining fubes. a few. Fubes? Fumes and pubes. Fume pubes. <laughs> Sorry, but yes, uh, the matches are a good good remedy. So my galaxy brain take, it's, it's a bit of a jump to this point. I mean, it's more of just an idea than a galaxy brain. Good. Before making your offering to the porcelain throne, you should be able to put some sort of ring on the inside of the toilet that when you flush, the chemical reacts with the water and kind of neutralizes the fumes. Uh, similar to like when you put a bidet into your toilet, you know, it just clips onto the bottom, whatever, and it's not going to spray your butt, the fumes out, but when you flush the water hits this thing and just kind of like releases like a very, it's just like odorless, just completely odor eliminates all the odor. Oh, an odor killer that's automated on the flush. Yeah. Again, feels like a technology that should exist. Right. Um, it would save people time and money and effort and trying to cover up their, their stink. But then, you know, there's like sickos out there who, who are just really wanting to bask in their own brand. That's why that's why I left the opportunity to where it's only when you flush. So you're still getting that time between What if it's What if it senses if there's someone else in the house? <laughs> so like if it's just me in the house, I'm going to bask in that shit. So like <laughs> don't bother. But like if it knows there's like a girl in the house, then go Oh, ahead and cover what if up uh, what if what if you just had two the flusher had two handle things. You know when they have like the save water flush where it's just the water goes down? Yes. And then this one is, it also extends the ring oh, out. I and see. then it does the... You can choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the whole point of this, we want everything automated. I don't want to I mean, have to choose. Because if you have to push the button on the toilet to flush, then you have to push the button on the Febreze to spray. So you're just getting into a right. can of worms. I want it to know. Right, right. You should okay. install sensors throughout your house sense body heat of other human mm -hmm. beings it's mm -hmm. worth it okay is there a name for this that's the key <sighs> fubes it's got to be fubes it's got to be fubes i mean it's the only name <laughs> all right look for that in your local look for cbs fubes in walmart 
Okay, great Galaxy Brain coin. Uh, Thank you. We have turned this into complaints about lack of technology, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. stray away from that here. Yeah. Mine is about eyeglasses. I uh, also thought about doing something with glasses. Did you really? That would have yeah. been incredible. Yeah. All right, small brain. Bifocals are a genius invention, and they're a fantastic way for people to be able to see things clearly close up and far away. Correct. Big brain, however, how have we not invented glasses that have a lens in them, like kind of like a camera lens that automatically adjusts to the depth of the thing that you're looking at? I mean, Whoa. cameras can do it, right? You can like adjust rack focus, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you sh- it should be able to see like the direction your eyes going and like see what the distance is and then adjust as necessary. Good idea. Right. right? I see some issues there, but I like where you're going. That's right. We're going to move on to the galaxy brain anyway. The galaxy brain, we need smart glasses that you can program so that when you see things or things that piss you off come into your line of sight, it replaces that image with something more pleasant. That is an idea. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Snapchat glasses got these on lock, but you're good. Uh... The only reason I really did this galaxy brain is because I wanted to give you three examples of things that piss me off. Oh, perfect. And that was the way I could figure out how to do it. For example, let's say I'm scrolling Twitter and I see a certain lingo or acronym that pisses me off. For example, TFW. You ever see that one? Is that uh, that feeling when? That feeling when, or it could be that face when, apparently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Apparently means that. Not really sure why this pisses me off. Sometimes there's like little quips that people do and, and lingo that just bother me. This is one. And so maybe when my glasses see that on Twitter, it just replaces it with like the word when. That's all you have to say. Yeah. It's like you, you have a picture of you making a face. You say when, you know, Elvis doesn't spray the fubes and I yeah. get my face like that. When right? you don't hit the fubes flusher. When he... <laughs> the fubes flusher. I like that. All right, uh, another example, something that maybe my glasses would change. That tall white guy with the beard from the Capital One Cafe commercials. Can you okay. picture him? Um, keep going, I'm going to look. Okay. I'm not really sure what this guy does well. He's not great looking. He's not also like interesting looking, where you might want to put some goofy looking guy in a commercial. Not super charismatic, in my opinion. He doesn't really say or do anything important. Um, I'm just certain that I could do that guy's job. Like I could have been the Capital One spokesman. I don't know why he was chosen. And okay. so I think that's why it really pisses me off when I see him on TV. And it's just his, something about mm. his face. Just generic white guy. Very generic. I don't know like, why uh, he was chosen. He kind of looks like House got kicked with a donkey. You know, that's a you pretty know. apt comparison, a young House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not House from D.C., House the Doctor. Correct, yeah, yeah. Yes. House M.D., House MD. Not yes. house from DMV. Yes, correct. Got it. Um, okay, so that would be another thing. So maybe my glasses would replace him with someone more pleasant to look at. Like Who would be? myself. Oh, can you see, put that's, myself? That's an idea. And then I'd be like, hey, look at me on the commercial. That's Maybe. just another marketing scheme. If you can put your if why wouldn't they want you putting yourself in that position? It's a good You're point. watching yourself tell you how good Capital <laughs> One is? Holy shit. Do you know who I'm not going to take no for an answer from? Myself. Me. <laughs> Me. Me. And lastly, something that pisses me off. Canada Goose Jackets. Are you aware of these things? 
Yeah. So I started to see these things everywhere. And at first, I didn't know what they were. At first, I thought that like Red Circle logo was maybe like a charitable charitable foundation where like kind of like those shoes toms where like maybe you buy a jacket and they donate a jacket to a kid. Guess what? No. Apparently, that little symbol just means this jacket's for rich pricks because it cost $1,000. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot of money. So they already pissed me off just because how frequently I saw them. And they're just so blatantly trying to say, hey, I have this jacket. Like you got a big red circle on your shoulder. And yeah, I mean, that's like every brand. No, it's, it's worse for some reason to me. It really is. And I thought it maybe was like, hey, look at me. I'm a charitable human being. No, it's hey, look at me. I can afford this $1,000 coat, you poor bitch. And have fun at shopping at Dick's Sporting Goods while I buy my $1,000 coat, you piece of shit. Um, so is it is it different than when somebody has, you know, when a woman has, like, the, the Louis Vuitton purse that just has the LVs all over it? It's just not being subtle. Is that why you don't? Like, that's just, okay, I bought a Louis Vuitton bag because I wanted to get one. So Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's the same. It is the same thing. Is it? But okay. I just think I see, I feel like I see a lot of those now. And so okay. it gives me more time to, pit, to to get myself riled up. Okay. I did read that they actually have banned these coats in some schools because they make the poor kids feel bad. Not a joke. Well, now I'm back in on the coats. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you want to make you, the poor kids If you're feel really bad. about to get offended because some kid's family can afford a coat, like, I, I don't know, tough enough. Right. That's, okay. that's tough, Good tough cookies for you. Don't be so poor. Yeah, don't be so poor. Have simple, simple fix. This is just one step closer to the whole Hunger Games thing. People, These people are going to go get to live in their own city sometimes, and then we're all <laughs> going to fight to the death for resources. That was a good whistle. Very well Thank done. You. Um, all right. That's... My uh, my TFW is the TIL. I hate that one. What is TIL? I don't even know what that means. Today I learned. See, now I'm going to see it all the time. Like I, it's going to piss you off it all a the lot. time. It's I probably thought it was off. like till like until. yeah no and it took me a while to understand i was reading the tweet and it made no sense i had to go look it up and i was like this is the stupidest thing i've ever heard in general acronyms used on social media i'm probably going to be a little pissed off which is wild because we're such big acronym people it's different though i feel like are we acronym people or we're abbreviation people both do we use a lot of acronyms yeah i guess we do i guess a decent we do. amount yeah Probably more abbreviations. Brief people. Brief people. <laughs> Burps. <laughs> uh, anyway, I already, uh, I really don't give two shits about my glasses idea. I just wanted to air my grievances. I like that you aired your grievances. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea of uh, replacing things you dislike with things you like mm. as well. Can't be beat. I uh, forgot the, the latter part of my Battlestar Galaxy brain, too. I picked out, I was on a site looking for different ways to say took a dump. Um, no, I, I noticed up, that you yeah. had some nice creative ones. Yeah, I took I picked out five more I liked. Uh, okay. busting a busting a grumpy. That's a good one. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Pinch a loaf is a, I've heard is pinch a, a loaf. That's old a good, good one. one. Paint the bowl. Oh, that's graphic. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> Launch a butt shuttle is good. <laughs> this next one is my favorite though. <laughs> Grow a tail. Oh my god! Oh, we are so juvenile. <laughs> oh man, it's that's so funny. good. 
So do people say that? I'm going to go great. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to incorporate it in my life now, though. I'd like to do that. I like all of those a lot. Oh, man. Good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Coin. Yeah. The people have been clamoring. clamoring. They say, we need to know about new things, yes. but like only on a small level. We don't want to know Short a ton level. about them. Right. We just want to know the surface level facts. And that's why they've been begging for another coin's shallow dive. The people have been clamoring. It's all the rage. Right. Um, and this week, Noel, I have br- I'm bringing you another one. Oh, good. And it is on the thing that was sweeping the internet this last week, the uh, GameStop stock kind mm. of extravaganza that we had going on there. It was wild, up and down, people all over the internet. Poor people and rich people alike. Everybody was interested. People with the Canada Goose jackets. People... Yep. That are growing tails, everybody. (laughs) People growing tails. (laughs) Um, I'm glad you're doing this because uh, I just pretended to understand all of it, and I really don't. So I'm hoping you're going to give me some clarity. I am going to try to give you some clarity here, Noel. So I I wrote some. I wrote most of this out. Please feel free to interject. I'm sure you will. I will. For those of you not aware, the the last. Oof! Whoa! Sorry. (laughs) Good start. Thank you. Good start. For those who are not aware. This last week, the thing sweeping the internet has been stonks. Elon Musk was in on it. Uh, the mad money guy, I don't know his name. The kid down your street who uh, is a little creepy and probably plays way too much Halo 2, even though the game hasn't been popular in nine years. Everybody was in on it. Right. Mostly seemingly obsolete ones, such as AMC and Nokia, but most notably was the GameStop stock. Um, this whole ordeal started on Reddit on the thread Wall-, Wall Street Bets, where a user pointed out that hedge funds had taken massive positions shorting the GameStop stock, which is saying that the stock basically will fail. Uh, shorting is an interesting process because it's not like you can just bet that a stock will do bad. What you have to do, uh, and if it doesn't, you only lose how much you bet. The, lo- the losses are potentially infinite. Uh, the way it works is that the shorter, so in this case, the hedge funds, I imagine, Travis, this is where I'm going to have you kind of do an other guy's style animation to make everybody <laughs> clearly understand, and I'll just post that video. You can Got work it. that up pretty yeah. quickly, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the hedge funds, the, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't talk right now. <laughs> the hedge funds borrow stock from one party and then sell it to another. The idea is that if you borrow somebody else's stock, so say I borrow your stock. Yeah. Um, then, so it's either over a fixed time period or infinite. So like 30 days. Uh, so I borrow your stock and what I want to do then is sell it to somebody else, say for $10. And then what I hope happens is that the value of the stock decreases. And then I would buy it back from those people for $5. And then at that point I would give you your stock back, but I've just made $5 after having not done anything. So... Is the reason so the reason this transaction would take place? Yeah, I would lend you my stock because I think the stock's going to go up, and you would b- borrow it because you think it's going to go down. Is that why? No, you're just letting. There's like a there's like transfer stocks that are like available. I think. Okay. And so you're just borrowing it. It's not like they're really the hedge funds aren't buying the stock. They're just kind of taking it out of this this sitting place. Okay. So maybe maybe once you have your stock, it's just kind of available to you. Um, what they can do is, yeah, they borrow it and then sell it off to somebody else. It kind of, it kind of creates like influx of stock. 
Okay. Anyways, I'm not, I, I got to be honest. I'm not completely sure on the whole. Place. Right. It's a shallow yeah. dive again. No, I think. Dive. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, but what could happen is that the inverse of that happens. Mm-hmm. So, say we borrow the stock, I sell it to somebody else. The value goes up to twenty dollars. What I then have to do is buy the stock for twenty dollars and then give it to you, and I've essentially just lost ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Um. So the latter is what happened to the hedge funds, but on a much larger scale. The Reddit bros and internet faithful drove the price of the stock up from $17 to over $350 per share at a few points. A massive loss if you shorted just one stock, but the hedge funds didn't. They shorted all of it. In fact, they shorted more than all of it. In total, the the hedge funds had shorted about 115% of the stock, so... 15% 15% on top of that 100 they doubled down on shorting it. That's how confident they were that GameStop would fail. At its peak valuation, the hedge funds were essentially bankrupt. They were out tens and tens of billions of dollars. The peak has now settled at $90 per share as of my writing, but even at this point, the losses for Wall Street will be massive. This was an epic case study in the power of retail traders and the actual power that the public holds when there is an agreed-upon goal. Made me smile to see rich Wall Street people crying on Mad Money and MSNBC. I can promise that I will not shed one tear for them. This process, of course, though, was not sustainable, and there will be some sort of market correction in the near future. But it also shone a light on the perils of groupthink from the hedge funds and will most likely lead to the institution of financial policy to limit volatility on both the private and public sides. Time will tell if this will be a net positive for the everyday trader, but for the time being... Let's enjoy the ride to the moon. To the moon. Well said, coin. To the moon. Gosh, you sound so professional. Hey, thanks, man. I just, I, th- I now think of you as being almost as smart as me after hearing that. Hey, that's all I've actually ever right. wanted. Exactly. Ever since I, I was wish a little girl. I could have my glasses so I could have had myself explaining that to me. Oh. You're saying you, so you're saying you hate me? I'm confused now. <laughs> uh, I, you look too ugly. Is what I'm okay. trying to say. Yeah. That Fair. has been Shallow Dive with Shallow Elvis dives. Coin. If you have any more questions, feel free to Shoot reach them out. my way. Let, them know, let me know. Don't. I want you to not look anything up. Just let me do the minimal lookup, and exactly. I'll tell you. It's way more effort for you to look it up than just to ask Elvis. He looks it up, gets back to you. Correct. <laughs> All right, Mr. Coin. It is yeah. Super Bowl week 2021. We made it. We've been talking about it for a month now, how we can't believe we got here, but we're here. We're here. And one of our favorite things in the entire year of sports is Super Bowl prop bets. It's true. Before we get into the props, quickly, why don't you tell the listeners what your Super Bowl plans are, what your maybe traditions are, perhaps what are you eating or drinking? Of course, of course. So uh, usually I like to get to... A little a smaller party. I'm not trying to be at a massive one, really. I'm very, very focused on watching the game. I actually care. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. I've said before, when my team's not in it, I definitely am down to be at like a bigger 15, 20-person party. You know, I'll hang out, talk, chat with everybody, watch the game in between. If it's my team, I'm probably trying to keep it around like four to six people, possibly even solo. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to be as little distraction as possible with my team, but it's not this time. So we're going to have uh, about eight people over at our place. 
our plan initially was to cook all our wings in an air fryer. But I uh, talked to my roommate today and just kind of figured it might be best just to go buy some. We were kind of having avoid. the same question, debate, too. It's, um, it's difficult a, to cook that many wings in an air fryer. Yeah, you can only do a handful at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, so we'll make, have the wingies, of course. I wouldn't mind thinking about possibly pizza. Might toss a little pulled pork somewhere. I don't know. Dang. Gotta have, I'm trying to have like three to four different dips on tap. Yeah. Seven layer dip, of course. Uh, Frito-Lay bean dip. <laughs> In addition to seven <laughs> yeah. layer? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, the, the French onion dip is my jam. Oh. Gonna have some salsa. Probably have a little thing of guac. Might not be going for it, but I want it there. I want it available. Okay. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then some possibly... I like what you were saying about little smokes the other day. Might, mm. might do some Asian Zing meatballs. Mm. A, lot, a lot of options for food. And then I probably will be drinking just a couple beers. I'm not trying to get housed on Super Bowl. Right. You know? So right. that's that's my general plan. That sounds like a fantastic plan. I don't have a ton to add to that. Um, we're probably going to have a couple people over. Would like a lot of dips. I'd probably like an artichoke dip. Uh, mixed in uh, into the mix mixed into the mixed mix into the mix for our seven layer dip our plan here is we, we discovered a mexican place that we like that has a good uh side of beans and rice and cheese all mixed together okay so i think we're gonna take that throw it in a throw it in a dish also get some pico from the same mexican restaurant throw okay. that on top and the pico has jalapenos in it so you got some nice flavor in there Maybe throw some sour cream and black olives on top. That's going to be our seven-layer dip with the rice. Kind of an interesting twist there. Okay. So, uh, and they also have the best tortilla chips ever. So that's Wait, key. What are, what are the best ones ever? Oh, this the same this, Mexican this place Mexican restaurant. So we're, Katie's actually flying home from Spokane on uh, Sunday morning. So I'm going to pick her up, and we're going to go pick up that chip. So, uh, mm. also we're going to do some wings, little smokies, dips, um, and I'm going to ask Katie if she'll make some chocolate chip banana bread for dessert. Oh, has nothing to do with Super Bowl, like but I've been good. craving it. So, and I'm going to be drinking good. Coke. <laughs> Just Coke, huh? I'll probably have a couple of beers, let's be honest. Okay. If people come over, I'm more likely to drink. If it's two of us, I'll probably just have Coke. You're more ashamed of your Coke drinking than beer drinking. Uh, that's people. true, actually. That is true. Well, it, as it should be. I mean, like... Have we reached the point where it's more socially acceptable to drink a beer than a Coke? Like, definitely, right? 100%. I think yeah. you reached that by... Like college, honestly, maybe Probably. maybe after college. Probably, yeah. Not a lot of uh, grown ass men are drinking a lot of Coke. See, I, I think it's just kind of where we're at right now. I think once you hit forty, it flips again. Well, it flips to diet Coke. I think like yeah. regular Coke, like not diet Coke, feels like not going to be me. Drink. No, I ain't doing that shit. No, I do have high cholesterol, but that's yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, before we do our Super Bowl props, I just like to tell everybody so. We've been tracking our pod bets. I know a lot of you guys have been doing this too on your own and tra- yeah. and keeping track, but we've right. been tracking our pod bets since week 10, which I think was the week before Thanksgiving. And uh, I just like to tell everybody how we've done to this point. I think we were probably pretty close to even before that too. So I think this is a pretty close reflection of our entire season. So since week 10 on my bets that I've, I've um, acknowledged on the pod, I'm 23, 22, and 1. Ooh. I am one pick above 500. I have wagered $1,115 for a net profit of $79. Hey. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's an average of $2 per bet I'm making. 
Um, oddly enough, my the bet's just against the spread, so straight up picking a team minus three, plus six, or whatever. I'm only seven, eight, and one on regular okay. spread bets. My best option is player props, in which I am four and one on the season for plus $77. Hmm. Care to guess my best and worst team betting on uh, betting on? I don't know why I said it like that. Like, which best. team have I made the most money on, and which team I ha- have I lost the most money on? It's like you've probably lost the most money on the Lions. No. Good guess. Okay. I've lost the most money on the Houston Texans. Yeah. One and three, minus $42. Mm-hmm. Best team? Jeez. The DC TBD, baby. Yeah, that makes sense. Washington, three and one, betting on them for $60 gain. So there you go. I'm in the positives. Coin. Yeah. Who has had a resurgence in late weeks is 20, 23, and three. So just three, three pushes? Three pushes, surprisingly. I do think there has been a couple of times where both of us have given us the benefit of the doubt where like we bet the game or we pick it and it's minus three or pick it and it's minus three and a half and then it moves to three and then it's three and I'll give us three. Yeah. Kind of thing yeah. like that. But anyway, you've wagered $967. For a net of minus three dollars, right there, man. Right there, baby. Right there. Uh, But here's a fun fact for you: when you just bet the spread of a game on the pod, you just bet minus three plus two. You are ten four and two. That's pretty good. That's incredibly good. (laughs) You've been getting way too cute with these teasers and parlays. I do get really cute. You you know who's going to win the games. The teasers Um, earlier in the year is what killed me. I was down so much money because of teasers. Yeah, we did really bad on our teasers. Um, Know who your best and worst teams are. You want to guess? The Falcons is my worst team. No. Surprisingly. Yeah. Well, so it's it's since week 10, so... Oh, that's a good point. You probably lost a bunch Um... Best team? I'm not sure. Just go for it. Give me Buffalo a. Bills. Yeah, that sounds right. You were three zero and one betting on the Bills for plus sixty bucks. Eight. Your worst team, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Zero and two betting on the Eagles, minus forty four dollars. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So we have a chance as a team to go positive on the year. Not just that, go positive on. Well, we are positive on money right now. Yep. But we could go positive on record as well. That said, we're going to get to our Super Bowl prop bet. So here's how we're going to do it. This is going to decide who wins the Gucci Mane dog picks of the week of the year, which of I'd like to call the millennia. Here's what I'm suggesting. We're going to call it the Gucci Mane Lemonade Cup. Oh, obviously, that's what it is. Okay. Lemonade Cup. It's a yeah. sentimental song for Coin and Null. Mm-hmm. Here's how it's going to work. You have 100 hypothetical hypothetical dollars to spend. Um, And you have to make at least 12 different bets on the Super Bowl. You have to bet at least $1 on each. And you have to make at least one bet on all the following. You have to bet the spread or the money line. So you have to bet who's going to win the game. Bet the over-under on the total. You have to bet on the MVP. You have to bet on the first touchdown scorer of the game. Bet on an anytime touchdown score of the game. You have to make one bet on either the national anthem or the halftime show. And you have to make at least one bet on something that's not part of the CBS broadcast. So there you go. Seven rules. 
You got to make at least 12 bets, dollar a piece, and let's get to it. So I think how we'll do it is I'll just start with the categories, and then we'll do the auxiliary bets at the end. Okay. And we'll alternate. Okay. So first bet, spread or money line, who are you taking, how much, what are the odds? No, I'm just going to be taking the Chiefs minus three at minus 120. I'm going to put 12 bucks on it. Uh, I like the Chiefs here. I'm not going to go too deep into this one because we'll get more into them later, but uh, then we got a lot of bets to get through. Agreed. Uh, I will also be taking the Chiefs minus three. However, I will be betting $1.20 on this bet. I like this. Um, I do like the Chiefs a lot in this game, but I think there's better value out there than just betting the Chiefs minus three. So I'm just going kind of bare minimum there. Yeah, so. I like that. Um, okay, good. We both had minus 120. I'm just checking to see if uh, our odds are the same. So anyway, total. What do you like? Total at 56. Is that what you have it as well? Yes. I'm going to be betting the under. Wow. At okay. minus 110. And I have uh, 550 on that. 550 to win five? Yep. Okay. I will be taking over 56. $11 to win 10. Perfect. There you go. So we finally, we disagree. One on one. Mm -hmm. Who would you like for the Super Bowl MVP? So I have three names listed here. Okay. You're allowed to bet all of them if you'd like. I know, I know. And I decided, I eventually decided that I only wanted to bet two of them. Mm Mm-hmm. I am going to be putting $12 also on Pat Mahomes at minus, minus 120. Okay. But I'm also going to be putting $3 on Devin White at plus 3,000. So the only bad bet I see is Brady plus 200. We just watched him throw three picks in a game. If the Bucks win it, it will be because of the defense, and Devin White is their best defensive player. And I like him having a role on Kelsey in the middle. So, I mean, he basically has to score a touchdown. That's like the only way, right? So True. he has like at least a, a you know a pick or a fumble recovery, at least a sack or two, and a touchdown. Probably. And you're looking at a probably a low scoring game. I disagree. I don't I would be totally shocked if anyone but Brady or Mahomes won it. Um that's I think if the Bucks win, it's because they win thirty one to twenty eight. And, and Brady has three touchdowns. But I will be taking $12 on Mahomes at minus 120 as well. So you can yep. basically uh, yep. scratch those bets. The other one I thought about was uh, Honey Badger. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I just don't know. What was he the last doesn't... guy? Was it the Seahawks guy? Was the last defensive guy to, to win it? Possibly. Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith mm. against the Broncos. Should have been Percy Harvin. But. Any Hoosiers? First touchdown scorer, who do you like? First touchdown scorer, Noel. I have a strange feeling we might have the uh, same one here. I could see it. I'm going to be taking playoff Lenny. Mm, Leonard no, Fournette at okay. plus 900. I'm going to put $5 on that. Okay. Any reasoning? Just because he's playoff Lenny? I, uh, so we've seen in the past, the, the Chiefs, they just get off to slow starts in these playoff games. I think Andy Reid likes to feel teams out, and I think that... Uh, Arian's offense, air it out early. They're going to try to make big chunk plays. And then if they can get down to the goal line, Fournette has been running hard, and I like him to score first. Okay. It's a smart bet. What did you say, plus 900? Plus 900. That's good odds. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with a kind of a long shot. I'm going to go with Mecole Hardman, mm-hmm. uh, plus 1,500. Also going to put $5 on it. I think the Bucks 
got absolutely roasted by Tyreek Hill last game, and they're going to try to do as much as they possibly can to slow him down. Should leave Mecole kind of one-on-one on an island with the Bucks DBs, who some of them aren't, I don't think, very good. Um, this year he had four receiving touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and one punt return touchdown. So he can score in a lot of ways. Um, he had a couple of big plays last week after he muffed a punt, so I like them getting him involved early. Mm, okay. That was one I also considered. Okay, fair enough. What odds do you like on an anytime touchdown score? Again, Noel, I have two for you here. I like Kelsey at uh, minus 165. So I'm going to be putting 825 on that to win five bucks. Okay. And then I have another long shot. At plus 1800, I'm going to be taking Anthony Sherman for $1. I think that uh, Andy Reid busts out some gadget plays here. Who is Anthony Sherman? Oh, is he a fullback? The Chiefs fullback, yeah. Uh, I love that bet, too. I may have to sprinkle on that outside of our rookie Feel show. Feel free. Feel free. I like, I'll, I've liked your picks other than the uh, the under and the MVP bets, but I really liked Lenny. At, that's good value, plus 900, and I like this bet, too. Thank you. I'll be taking, at plus 600, Tyler Johnson of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Super fast. He is a ball and wide receiver out of Minnesota. $5 rookie. This dude just shows up every week and just makes one great play for the Bucks, and then just goes back to the sideline. It's like anytime they call say, his he's name, he's like their fifth receiver, right? He is. He really is. I think. Yeah. It's so it's Evans, Godwin, Antonio, and Scotty Miller. So he is yep. their fifth receiver, but mm-hmm. he just seems to be in the right place at the right time. He was the guy that they called PI on to win against the Packers. Yep. Made a great one-handed catch the week before against whoever they played. I forget. Um, but. He's just a baller. I would like to see him in a bigger role. I have text receipts saying I wanted the Washington football team to draft him mm-hmm. on like day three of the draft. Uh, that said, I just like this kid plus six hundred. It's a it's a good pick. I I, uh, I considered who did I consider on the Bucks? I kind of like Brate. I think I don't know what his odds were, but that's uh, probably like yeah. That. Seems um, like the Super Bowl. There's always odd guys scoring so yeah. you just got to find the right one yep yep all right how about an anthem or halftime bet all right i went through a few the popular one of course is the over under on time which is i believe at a minute 59 is what they yep. have it at this year right yep uh this time i went with jazz so it's a it's a dual dual performance between uh jasmine sullivan and er- eric church did you not know that I'm curious to know what this is. If we pick the same bet, I'm gonna be. I will be taking Jasmine Sullivan to sing the most words at minus one ten, five fifty to win five bucks. Is that what you picked? My lock of the Super Bowl. Who will sing the most words in the national anthem? Jasmine Sullivan. I'm gonna make you feel even better about your bet. I've got some notes here. So first of all, I think Eric Church is only the favorite because of name recognition. I don't know why he's minus 130, why anyone has any inkling that he would be singing more words. Here's some quotes I pulled up from an L.A. Times uh, interview with Eric Church about the Super Bowl. Here's the first one. And he's talking about singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. I've avoided it forever. It's an incredibly hard song to sing. And I'm not a vocalist. I'm a stylist. Somebody like me, you take some liberties with it, and you've gotten too far away from the melody, and suddenly you're a communist. Okay, there you go. He's a little nervous about singing the national anthem. Number two, 
when he's talking about Jasmine Sullivan, he says, God Almighty, she is good. Unbelievable vocalist. Okay. Right. Yeah, he's being PC, but he's also saying she's an incredible singer, and I'm not really a singer so much as an artist. All right, next quote. He says, I know I want to play the guitar. They're talking about how they want to handle this. And we're keeping it based around the melody. Basically, if I can stay out of her way, we're golden. He's going to be jamming on the guitar. He's going to be singing in her background. And lastly, it's an important time for unity. The fact that I'm a Caucasian country singer and she's an African-American R&B singer, I think the country needs that. Okay, put me over the top. This white guy is not going to upstage this black girl singing the national anthem after the year we've just had. That is why it is my lock of the Super Bowl. I will be putting, of my 100, I will be putting $22 on Jasmine Sullivan, most words in the national anthem. This is a great bet. And your fourth point, I wasn't sure if I wanted to bring up, but I mean, your fourth point was the one I was going for. We Mm -hmm. just went through this crazy tumultuous year. And if there's a time for, like we, we saw with, the poet at the uh, inauguration, she's going to be at the Super Bowl too. This is a time to like promote our, uh, our black intellectuals and uh, black stars that we have like in, across the nation. It just seems obvious to me that she's going to get most of the shine in the national anthem. We're going to have to figure out. I feel like it's going to be hard to count. Like, so I think maybe you and I should, should pick one of them and count the words. Okay. Or yeah. I mean, maybe it's going to be obvious. Maybe she yeah. sings every word and he sings half, but yeah. I think it's possible that they alternate, you know, who knows, who knows how they're mm-hmm. going to do it. Mm-hmm. So we should definitely keep track. I mean, obviously, Bovada will pay us out regardless, but exactly. it'll be fun to count. So, okay. I'm so excited that you picked that bet. So. Yeah. All right. How about your non-CBS broadcast bet? Non-CBS broadcast bet. I assume probably going to go in the same direction. Uh, I'm going with the Puppy Bowl, and I believe it is the team to win here. Team Fluff, the underdogs at plus one hundred. Uh, it's a it's a toss up in the air. I don't know why you wouldn't pick the underdogs in this situation. They're even money. I'm gonna put five bucks on it. Um, I was very outspoken last year about this because last year they had a line on it and it was like Team Fluff minus or like plus seven and a half. And I was like, this is absurd. There is no rhyme or reason to this. There, you absolutely take the points like. And and I'm pretty sure I won. This year, I think they just decided to make it a pick and say, like, let's not let anybody have an edge here. Um, I didn't go with the Puppy Bowl. I had to search for these odds, so I don't know if these will actually be available to me, but this is according to Sports Illustrated. They listed a bunch of odds on commercials. Right. So odds I found on the first Anheuser-Busch brand commercial to run during the Super Bowl. Okay. What beer or what beverage will it be for? And I'm going to be taking the Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer at five to one. Um, five dollars on that bet. Just a hunch. I don't know. I liked the odds. I mean, I know Bud Light is a staple. They're going to have tons of commercials, but I think they wait a little longer for Bud Light. I've there's seen no some bud, of these. There's no Bud commercials this year. There's no Bud, but I think there's Bud Light. Oh, I okay. think there's no Budweiser for the first time. They said. Luckily, we do know somebody who may be an insider on what commercials may be airing. We do? Nikki works for the biggest advertising firm in the country. But so she knows? Well, we got to get we got to get <laughs> yeah, on that. I mean, you better get that insider info. Yeah. Insider trading. All I'm right, going to we'll, I'll see what we'll I can talk. do. All right, good. Okay. 
Um, now we've just got the remainder of bets. Why don't you give me uh, a couple here? Because you've got seven left. I've got five left. Uh, so, I just Jimmy. have. I have five left. Oh, I see. You did double. Okay, good. Never yeah. mind. So just give me one. All right. This, Noel, is my lock of the week. It is how many times will Bill Belichick be mentioned? Over one time is minus 310. I'm putting 1650 on it to mm. win five bucks. I know it's just a $5 win, but it's a lock. It's a Bill lock. Belichick has been in nine Super Bowls in the last 20 years. He's going to be mentioned. And if it's one, it's a push, right? And if it's one, it's a push. That's, yeah, it's a phenomenal yeah. bet. Yeah, you yeah. can't argue with that. I'll be taking um, the coin toss mm. um, because tails never fails. Mm. And so I will be taking tails at minus 105. I'll be putting 1050 on that. Like it. I like it. Yeah. It's just it's sticking to your laurels. Or not, not, that's not it. What's that's funny is that, like, what is it sticking, sticking to your, sticking to your guns? Sticking to my guns. Here's the deal. I'm going to be... This is like the definition of just wasting money. If I just bet on tails and the coin flip in the Super Bowl every year, just like by virtue of odds. I mean, I guess over the course of my lifetime, it's entirely possible that tails significantly outdoes heads. I just flipped a coin. It's going to be tails, so we're good. Good. It's tails. All right. What else you got? Uh, I love this one. Will either team attempt a two-point conversion? Yes is minus 145. It's it's just bound to happen. I don't know. There's no other way around it. And uh, I've, I've got 14.50 on that to win 10. Okay, that's pretty significant. Um, I'll jump down to this one I have, which is incredibly similar. We, we love betting this two-point in the Super Bowl, which I think has hit the last couple, maybe. I, I should probably do some research before I say that, but... Mm-hmm. I'm going to take, uh, there will be a successful two-point conversion mm. at plus 230. Oh, okay. And I will be betting, I believe I had, hold on, hold on. My shit got all messed up here. I will be betting um, $6.52 on that. Okay, okay. And sorry, I actually lied earlier. I will be betting on the Jasmine Sullivan one. I'm betting twenty seven fifty is what I meant to say. For 15 bucks. For 25 Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Minus 110? Yeah. Yep, yeah, you're right. Okay, uh, what else? All right, my next one is uh, Gatorade color. It's just a fun bet. Everybody gets to see it at the end of the game. I think we've done this last few years, probably missed, but I think it's the best one, best value, is the clear slash water at plus 650, and I will be putting two bucks on that. I will be betting clear Gatorade bath as well. At plus six fifty, I will be putting seven dollars and sixty nine cents on that to oh win God. fifty. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like the reasoning here is okay. So the the counter argument is definitely that this is something that people care about. That there are probably people whose job it is to try to like make sure that like a fun Gatorade color gets dumped on this guy, so it makes for a good picture. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that's true. The argument against it is these are just guys that are ecstatic and they're just grabbing the first cooler they find. And there are definitely coolers full of water. Like, we know that. We don't know what colors of Gatorade there are. We know that there is a clear cooler on the sideline, without a doubt. So Mm -hmm. it feels like the best value, no matter what. Agreed. Unless it's rigged, which it probably is. Yep. Okay, what else? Two more? Uh, My next one is... 
mentioned first Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or his age. I will be taking 10th Super Bowl at minus 200. And I think it goes like this. They're going to say, Tom Brady playing in his 10th Super Bowl at age 43. And that's how they're going to say it. That's the most uh, pleasant way to like rolls off your tongue the best. I'm just putting five bucks on that to win 250. That's a good bet. I, I totally agree. When I saw that one, that's the way I would have leaned. I will be taking the final scoring margin. So the winning team will not win by either 3, 7, 10, 14, or 17. That's a fun one. I like that. At minus 135. So I will be betting 675 to win five. Okay. Um, I just think with high-scoring teams and you got aggressive coaches and you got, you know, the Bucks are going to have to keep up with the Chiefs. There's going to be two-point tries. There's going to be going forward on fourth downs. Uh, it just seems like the type of game that, you know, is not a typical scoring uh, margin. Okay. Yeah, yeah this, is, uh, this is interesting because that still gives you – Four is like almost as common as three, so I like that one a lot, I think. Yep, 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 for sure. Okay, I like that. Uh, my final one is, will a touchdown be overturned by replay? With a teams with a lot of speed, um, you notice that sometimes they're, they're nicking corners and the refs are kind of taught to err on the side of call it a touchdown because you can review it. So this is plus 185, yes, and I'm putting 475 on that to win about 880. Okay. That's a fun one to root for as well. Mm-hmm. And then you got you're really invested in the in the replay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my final bet is going to tie into what my final score prediction is. It's a high odds one. I'm going to say the Chiefs win by exactly five points. <laughs> At thirty three to one, I will be betting three dollars and three cents to win ninety nine ninety nine. I just. I mean, we can roll right into it. My final score prediction for the game: Chiefs thirty-three, Bucks twenty-eight. Okay. I think that it's uh, a little lower. I'm I'm kind of assuming it's going to be Chiefs twenty-four, Bucks thirteen, maybe. Mm, is where I kind of think this low. ends up. Wow. Yeah. No faith I, uh, in Brady. I just what? No faith in Brady. No, not that. It's just you've had two weeks to prepare the first. The first quarter is always kind of funky. I mean, the, yep. the, the very first drive is going to really set the tone of the game. So yep. um, I'm kind of expecting this to be slow start, maybe high-octane third quarter, and then we'll see down the finish where the Chiefs are just eating clock. The, imagine the Chiefs will have probably a seven- or eight-minute drive in the fourth quarter. Okay. Um, you you can send me your bets, so I'll uh, okay. plug them in, and we'll just make sure we keep track to see who wins the Lemonade Cup. Mm-hmm. Before we get to our last segment, I just want to point out, last week we made a Jersey T bet. Yeah, we did. We have made two such bets, and it is now one to one. I had the Denver Nuggets over... Did you ever see what a line was on that game? Nah. I don't know. I, I imagine the Nugs were maybe slight. Maybe it was a pick because the Jazz were 11-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Nuggets were at home. They're pretty hot, too. But anyway... Uh, my guy, Nikola Jokic, had career-high 47 points and Wild. destroyed the Jazz. Uh, with Did Donovan Mitchell. I was wondering if Mitchell didn't play if you were going to call for a, uh, a mistrial, but he played. No, that's so, fine. Anyway. He just played bad. He only had like 13 yeah. points, right? Maybe that yeah. was a bad for yeah. them because they were winning without him. 
I have decided that I will be taking, though, a Jamal Murray black rainbow skyline jersey tee. So. And you shall get it. Okay, fantastic. I'm glad that I didn't have to buy you two in a row. <laughs> feel good. The, uh, were you more surprised? What would, would have, what would have surprised you more before this game, seeing that Jokic had 47 points or that he had 25 assists in the game? Wait, he didn't have 25 assists. I know, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't oh. know. It just feels like more believable to me that he was Oh, I see what six. you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. You just don't expect him to to be a crazy um, high. I think he had like 22 in the first quarter or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're probably right. I probably would be less surprised at the 25 assists. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He just really mm-hmm. wanted me to have it. I So I, can, I was going to lean Murray and then... Jokic almost talked me into picking him, but like 27. Sick. That's sick. That's sick. Yeah. Okay, coin. What time is it now? It is 1027. Dang it. 1027. It is time for a stop. Inspired by the shitty show. That is right, everybody. It is time for all of our listeners' favorite trivia show, week two of many. It is time for Mr. Elvis Corn to try to stump. Drum knoll, please. Travis Knoll. Drum knoll, please. <laughs> all right, let me get right into it then. Uh, hello, Noel. Welcome back to another round of everybody's favorite game, Stump Town. Exciting week for us as we finish up prop bets and we venture into the granddaddy of them all, Super Bowl 55. It's a matchup many predicted as we have had the defending champs and defending Super Bowl MVP Pat M- Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs going up against the greatest winner possibly in team sports history, Tom Brady, and his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like you asked last week, it is common for repeat quarterbacks in the AFC and a bit more variety in the NFC. And generally, the quarterbacks are the winners of the Super Bowl MVP. But Tom Brady has wildly only won the MVP in three of his six Mm. Super Bowls. Whereas his nemesis, Eli Manning, is two for two. Mm. Tom Brady's MVP total is actually closer to the ratio of quarterbacks to non-quarterbacks we've seen in the last 20 Super Bowls, though. As QBs have only won 12 of the last 20. Noel, what I would like from you is to name at least six of the eight non-quarterbacks quarterback Super Bowl MVPs from the last 20 years. Wild that you mentioned one earlier. I think I can do that. Okay. I thought about making it six a push and seven the win, but I think I'll just give you the six. Okay. Here we go. Okay. We're going to start with Malcolm Smith of the Seattle Seahawks. Correct. We're going to jump all the way back to Heinz Ward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct. And we'll go with the other Pittsburgh Steelers receiver, Santonio Holmes. Yep. All right, now where do we go here? Julian Edelman, 1-1. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else won them from Tom Brady. Uh, all right, so who else did we have? I'm trying to think who won it. Was it Vaughn Miller? Yes. Mm, so there was a defender before, or more recently, the Malcolm Smith. Okay. Um, I feel like I could think of all the Super Bowls, like when I'm not put on the spot. 
And then I just like drop blanks when I'm actually trying it's to think. Weird. It's weird pressure. That's what makes you think about like. I can answer a lot of the questions on Jeopardy, but on the spot, I don't know. Right. If you're like standing there in front of the old yeah. crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, all right. Can I get a hint? Is there like older or newer? Or? These are older. So the last three are the three first ones, I guess. Okay. That is a good hint. How about Marshall Falk? Incorrect. Okay. It was a guess. I couldn't remember. I, I have to imagine Warner won it, but maybe it was could have been Tory Holt or something, but I'm not going to guess that again. There is one more Patriots guy. Because you've obviously guessed two of them. I'll tell you about I'm. I've got something coming to me. Is it Dion Branch? That is correct. Yes. No. Yes. Well done. You got the sixth one. All right. Go ahead and give um, me a seven and eight, because I can't. I've about lost it. Wait, did I mess up? Did Tom Brady win four? I fucked up. One, I was gonna three, be surprised one. if he only won three, but three. You're right. It is four of six. Okay. So you only had one of the other. Okay. The uh the final two. So there is the from the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Oakland Raiders in Super Bowl thirty seven. This one I would have never gotten. Warren Sapp. Mm mm. Uh, Derek Brooks. Also a good guess. Dexter Jackson? No, would never have got there. And then this one, I just shocked you didn't get it right away. Deion Branch is the one I knew you would hang you up. Um, from, I don't know, you kept mentioning it, but you just kind of skipped right over it. Uh, the Ravens-Giants Super Bowl? Ray Lewis? Yeah, <laughs> Ray Lewis. Honestly, In 2001. I, honestly, though, I, I didn't know that one. I just straight up didn't. If I had to, like, I, you know, I had several guns to my head, and you said who won the MVP of the Ravens in 2000, I would have said Ray Lewis. But yeah, I, I, I don't fair. really, like, I was thinking when I was doing my Stumptown last week, I was thinking how, like, the first Super Bowl I remember watching was Bucks Raiders. So, like, mm -hmm. I don't even remember watching the Ravens. That's Jackson. totally fair. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I got there. It took me yeah, out. nice work. I uh, the, the the ones the ones that I thought would hang you up were a Branch and Jackson. So yep. good job on getting down Branch. Look, I'll give you the win. No, how's that? Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Okay, that's gonna do it. We did well. I actually thought this was gonna be even shorter. So mm -hmm. I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Me too. Okay. Uh, we will be back after the Super Bowl. I think. Uh, we may be switching some things up after that, but we'll, we'll yep. let you know. Coin, they can follow us at Rookie Show Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they, they can. follow you? The people can follow me at King Coin on both Instagram and Twitter. I also want to let everybody know that, uh, you know, check. We were out on the Out West pod this week. It was a mm. bit of a ham jam of seven dudes just kind of listing stuff like we we're sitting at a bar. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, it's a nice long pod, a lot of lists, uh, a lot of fun. Look it up on apple spotify it's called out west pod as you mentioned episode number 32 it's weird that they're like on apple they're numbered differently so i was looking at it today it's like numbered on apple number 25 but then the next word is number 32. i think their first six or seven were on only on soundcloud or soundcloud oh, okay got it well, that makes sense yeah check out out west pod for some more coin and knoll you can follow me at the cream filling on twitter you can follow me at c travis knoll on instagram the c of course stands for chiefs by five mm, chiefs by five travis knoll that's right 
That's going to do it for our last football picks of 2021. Mm-hmm. Who's going to play us out? Feels like it should be the weekend mm. for the Super Bowl. Play us out the weekend. Mm, the, the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see you, everybody. See ya. Peace. Your man on the road, he doing promo. You said keep our business on the low, low. I'm just trying to get you out the friend zone. Cause you look even better than the photo. I can't find your house, send me the info Driving through the gated residential Found out I was coming, sent your friends home Keep on trying to hide it, but your friends know